Hello, everybody, and welcome back to I've Got a Question. This podcast is me and my grandmother, Deborah, talking about questions people have revolving around the Bible and Christianity itself. A lot of our generation has questions revolving religion, but nobody to ask or feel confident enough to ask in general. This is a way to get those answers without your name attached and a wonderful way to educate people on what the Bible truly says. My grandmother is an ordained pastor of more than 50 years and has a master's in theology of the Bible. And I am a curious senior in high school looking for answers as well. No question is too far out of our range, so feel free to ask absolutely anything and we will answer and have a conversation around these questions. It has been so long since we've been able to film an episode. (laughs) It's true. I am so excited to finally get back into this. Oh my lord. It was just thing after thing. I mean, I told you guys in the update last week, I got COVID, there was spring break, Mm -hmm. and then we had the prom this last week, and I was, we were just so busy, but... And then we lost stuff on the computer. We did. We lost our next two episodes. This episode was supposed to come out last week in place of my update, and my computer auto-updated, and I told you guys that that in that update, but we're redoing everything. We're going to have it out today. You guys will get your podcast. I promise we will be back on our regular schedule starting this week. So um, the episode that we are talking about today is in one of our last episodes where we talked about religions on kind of that St. Patty's Day theme. Uh, We talked about all the different other religions and strains of religion that they all kind of came out from that Christianity Catholic area and... Uh, We got a lot of questions asking, you know, specifically, why Christ? Why Christianity? So that is going to be the focus of today's episode. So, Deborah, why Christ? Why Christianity specifically? What about the other religions? I mean, how is Christ the true religion here? Well, Christ is really not a religion. That's the thing. There's tons of religions, and religions are all based in do's and don'ts. Do this, don't. It's all based in works. And see, Christianity, Jesus Christ came to show man. That's why he came down. He left heaven. He came down to earth to show people that God doesn't want a religion. He already has angels serving him. He doesn't want do's and don'ts. He wants a real relationship. And so it's not a religion. It's a relationship. In fact, in Scripture it says, depart from me. I never knew you. See, so when we struggle having relationships here on earth, it's because we haven't had a good relationship with Father God. Jesus Christ was the part of the Trinity that came down from heaven to show us the way. There was a man one time who was home alone, and they had an older house. I mean, like when my grandma had a house. And it had a big, giant front window big giant front window, a big picture window, they always called it. And so there was a bad storm coming and he had gotten the farm ready and everything. And then he came in the house and he was watching the storm come in and watching the storm come in. And this bird kept running into, it kept flying into this big picture window and he would hurt himself. He was trying hard to get someplace he knew he would be protected. And it was interesting because then another bird joined him and then another bird joined him. And it it got to the point where the farmer was very frantic. And so all of a sudden he thought, okay, what I need to do, I'll take out all the lights, I'll shut the curtains so they won't keep coming here. And 
And that didn't work. And so then he went out on the porch and he's waving his hands and he's trying to get them to stop hurting themselves. And so then all of a sudden the farmer went, I know, I will walk. They're following me. I will walk to the barn and they can all fly in the barn. I'll leave the, I'll leave the doors open. And he tried and they still wouldn't follow him. They were still trying to get in that house. And all of a sudden in exasperation, the farmer goes and says, God, if I could only be a bird for a moment, I could lead them in to the barn. Hmm. All of a sudden, at that moment, that man understood why Jesus Christ came. Hmm. He didn't want he didn't want the birds to be hurt. Hmm. And he realized God doesn't want us to keep banging our heads at the wrong place. We think it's a shelter, but it's not. And it's, it's, it's really an awesome thing. Um, I had gone from church to church to church because my father was an incredible professional singer. You know, Papa. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we used to go, and I heard all these things, and I heard all these things. I had a knowledge of God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, but I didn't have a relationship a relationship. A relationship is not a bunch of do's and don'ts. I have a relationship with you. And I I don't go, Faith, I don't want you to, you know, to have a relationship with me. Uh, you you can't eat anymore. Um, what is that you're eating? A Kit Kat. <laughs> you can't eat any more Kit Kats. And so you would go, ah, I don't know if I can do that because you yeah. love them so much. But see, that's a rule. That's a do. That's a don't. Yeah. When you have a relationship, it's it's not just head knowledge; it's heart knowledge. Yeah. It's re, it's relational. It's feelings. We need to have our feelings connected with God's feelings because His are full of hope. Yeah. I mean, everything we're seeing on the TV, everything with our friends, things are going bad, and yeah. that's not hope. That is depression. That is hopelessness. Yeah. And so it's it's really important that we understand that Jesus Christ came to show us how to be reunited with the Father. It's by relationship, not by do's and don'ts. Now, when Adam and Eve were in the garden, God would come and visit them. That's a relationship. Yeah. With me? But when Satan, now it says Satan was one of the beasts from the field. So he trespassed to come into the garden. So he trespassed, started talking to Adam and Eve, and they fell. Mm -hmm. All right. And, uh, And they gave over, they gave over their position. All right. And they believed Satan, which is all do's and don'ts. In fact, Satanism, Luciferians, it's all do's and don'ts. Yeah. It's not a relationship with the living God. And why we say living? Because Jesus Christ came here and yet rose from the dead. Yeah. All right? And they have proof of this. It's really amazing. Especially science has been helping, but they want to keep that quiet. Anyway, <laughs> it's true. It's really well, amazing. They they find why something. are they so afraid? I know. It's they amazing. They think they find something to like benefit them, and it ends up actually like helping. Proving yeah. the Bible. I've I know. seen a few. When my uncle yeah. went, and they and they did the Shroud of Turin, and when all of a sudden they were studying and trying to make pure uh, pure gold. You know, we only usually function in 18 karat, 24 karat. But yeah. they made pure gold. And he says, you'll never believe the color. And my dad goes, it's clear. And he goes, yes. And he said, how did you know that? He said, the Bible says we will walk on streets of gold that are clear as glass. 
I mean, the Bible. What? Yes. Science has been proving that. Now, see, they didn't put that on the news or anything. That's cool, though. It's so cool. And um, so anyhow, uh, there's all sorts of of proof that's been going on. Now, um, I want to explain to you, too, that in relationship, um, there's a different process than do's and don'ts. Because everybody goes, okay, Deborah, how... How do I get saved? How do I have this relationship with God? So there was a very learned man, all right, in the Sanhedrin, which was the um, religious government back when Jesus was walking on the earth. And one of the guys that was high in in that uh, government came to see Jesus by night. His name Mm -hmm. was Nicodemus. And um, here, let me just read it to you. You guys, I'm going to read this to you. You don't have to look it up if you don't want to, but it's in John 3. And it explains, because he goes, I understand all the religious stuff. Nicodemus was an expert, a master on religion, all right? And it's interesting, too. you got to remember, in religion, man is searching for God. Yeah. But in Christianity, God is searching for relationship with man. It's totally reversed. Yeah. All right. So here we are in John 3. It says, Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. So he was a master. Yeah. This man came to Jesus by night and said to Jesus, Teacher, we know that you have come from God as a teacher. So he could accept him as a teacher. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. And Jesus answered and said, Truly, truly, now I'll explain truly, truly in a minute. I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Okay, so he's saying, I know you want to know. You know religion, but I know you're coming to me about spiritual things. And basically he's saying here, Nicodemus, you're not, I know you're doing all these good things, but you're not going to heaven. That was the thing that hit me so hard. Someone turned to me and said, you know, Deborah, you're good, but good doesn't get you into heaven. Good just keeps you out of jail. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I mean, my mind had to really rethink things. And this is the same thing Jesus is saying to Nicodemus. Nicodemus said to Jesus, How can a man be born again? Because it says, I say to you, unless one is born again. Mm-hmm. He said, How can a man be bold, born again when he is old? He cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born, can he? So he's thinking natural. Yeah, he's thinking logical. He's thinking logical. Jesus said, truly, truly. Now, truly, truly is, uh, this is the second time truly, truly has been mentioned. Um, For us, when you're on your phone and you're texting somebody and you want them to know it's really important, you put two or three exclamation marks, don't you? (laughs) I do that. Okay. Well, they don't do that. They don't do that in the Hebrew and the Greek. What they do is they let you know at the very beginning, this is important. And so by saying, when he says truly, that means this is important. But when he says truly, truly, it's like two exclamation points. Ah, Okay? Okay. So truly, truly, this is very important. I say to you, unless one is born of the water and of the Spirit, capital S, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. 
and that which is born of the Holy Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. And then he talks about literally the wind. You know, it's it's something you can't see. When we do something, uh, when I clean this room, people can see that. It's a do. Yeah. Or if I haven't cleaned my room, it's a don't. I, I've made a big mess. Everybody can see it. But in the spirit, it's like the wind. The spirit many times is invisible. We serve an invisible God. I love an invisible God. But that doesn't mean he doesn't want to manifest his self in my life. Yeah. So when I am his child and I'm saying, God, I have a need of a vehicle. I need you to help me. He wants to manifest it because he's my father. He loves me. He loved me so much. He decided to come down on earth. That's a huge demotion from heaven. Heaven is paradise. All right. So he says, the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from and where it's going. So is everyone who is born of the Holy Spirit. So you can't see it. It's a spiritual thing. Nicodemus answered and said to him, how can these things be? And Jesus answered and said to him, you are the teacher of Israel. So he's saying, you are a teacher of the Jewish religion. And yet you do not understand these spiritual things. He's saying, if anybody should know this, it should be you. Nicodemus, you should be teaching spiritual things. On top of the Yes. And so then he goes and he says, truly, truly, there's that truly, truly. This is very important. I say to you, we speak that which we know. Now he's saying, you know the religion. But I'm talking about spirit. And bear witness of that which we have seen. He's seen things in the religion. And you do not receive our witness. If I told you earthly things and you do not believe, how shall you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Yeah. So he's saying, we have got to talk about both. We need to talk about earthly things, but we need to talk about heavenly things. Yeah, you can't have one without the other. You're coming to me because all these kids have questions about spiritual things. And the church has let them down. By the church, I mean... The universal church. Yeah. Because they're doing the same things Nicodemus. It's like, well, we got to stand up when we pray, or we got to kneel down when we pray, or we got to pray quiet. You can't find that anywhere in the Bible. Yeah. Anyway, it's interesting. So you go through this, and, and he's saying, you've got to know these things. If you're going to be a spiritual leader, you've got to know about the Spirit. Yeah. Does that make sense? <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so... Um, And no one has ascended into heaven, but he who descended from heaven, who descended from heaven, Jesus, Jesus. right? Even the son of man. Now he calls himself sometimes the son of man, and sometimes he calls himself the son of God. That's because both of those are true. See, he came on this earth. He had to come fleshly to, to, to live among us Mm -hmm. so we could see him, so he could be manifest. So Mary's the one, Mother Mary, is the one who said, be it unto me. When the angel Gabriel came to her, she said, it's okay. How is this going to happen to me? And he said, the Holy Spirit will come, all right, and you will become pregnant, and you will give birth to the Son of God. But at the same time, he's the Son of Man. Now, Jesus, there's many times when he does a miracle, he'll say, the Son of Man did this. So he's saying faith, 
it's possible for you to do the same thing. There are other times when he says the Son of God did this. Then he's saying we we um, do it through the spirit, the spiritual side of him. Because see, he's half spirit, half man. Yeah. All right. Is this making sense? Yes. Okay. Just ask me questions if you need to. I know you're really, really good at that. Okay, but he descended um, from heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, uh, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Now, he's telling Nicodemus, and Nicodemus knows the Old Testament. Yeah. He knows what that means. He knows that Jesus is going to be put on a cross because that's what they did when they needed to be healed in the desert, all right, they hung. And that whoever believes in him will have eternal life, okay? For God so loved the world. It doesn't say he needed the world, he needed servants, he needed slaves, he needed angels. It doesn't say that. It yeah. says that he loves us. That means a relationship. That's not works. That's not do's and don'ts. Yeah. I love you because I love you. It's interesting. When Chuck and I got married, there were times when my mom and dad would say, this is my daughter, Deborah, indicating relationship. Mm -hmm. And then they would say, this is my son-in-law, Chuck. Mm -hmm. But you know what? The law didn't make them love Chuck. Relationship made them love Chuck. And after a while, they would say, this is our son in love, Chuck. Oh, I love that. Oh, they would say it all the time. And Chuck, he knew that my dad adopted him and received him totally as his son. It says, for God so loved. This is all about love. It's not works. It's not do's and don'ts. He loved the world. He loved us in our most imperfect time. When we were hateful, when we were full of disease, when we, I mean, he loves us so much. He is so on our side. And people have gotten this idea in churches that we've got to do all these do's and don'ts. And and when we get sick, God's trying to teach us a lesson. That's nonsense, Faith. If if I were to go hit my daughter, what would the law do? You'd be penalized. Right. I'd be arrested Mm -hmm. because that's abuse. Mm-hmm. That's abuse. If I went and broke her arm, they would throw me in jail. Exactly. Well, how is that any different from God? It's like, so if God's going to break somebody's arm to teach them a lesson, God is smarter than that. That's abuse. This is not abuse. Yeah. It says he loves us. God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son. Now, a lot of the other religions literally say that Jesus isn't the only son yeah. of God. And I'm telling you what, it's, it's true. There's a lot of people that say Lucifer is a brother of Jesus yeah. in their religion. Uh-uh. It says right here, only. Only means one. There's only one. His first one. Only one. That whoever. So whoever means... Any of us. Yeah. If you choose, if I choose, if they Papa choose, choose, anybody on the on the radio here, if they choose, it's their choice. He's saying it's not God's choice. God's choice is that everyone be saved. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants. But he's saying, I'm not taking away your free will. Yeah. That's a slave. 
He's saying, I'm counting you as a son and daughter, a friend. Mm-hmm. That's relationship. It's up to you. To it's up to effort. you. That whoever believes in him, in Jesus, should not perish, but have eternal life. Now, people will say, well, Chuck died. He didn't perish. I know for a fact he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior and had an incredible relationship with him. The two of them would get talking, and he would get yeah, laughing. Yeah, you used to talk about how Paul was like his favorite son, and oh, how you're his favorite daughter. I am his favorite daughter. God, even when things go bad, yesterday was an awful day, and I'm going, God, please help me, please help me. And he did, because he loves me. Not because I'm needy. Yeah. I, 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 you know, he understands we have needs here on earth because you've got to remember, okay, Faith, heaven is above. Yes. Hell is beneath. It and talks about earth. descending. Yeah. All right. And in between is earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's three parts of the heavenlies. We can talk about that some other time where the spirits function. All right. But you've got to remember, uh, Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit put man on this earth to take domain, to rule and reign over this earth. And Satan convinced them, because Satan is below us. He is an angel. There is God, man, angel. God, man, angel. Now, when man decided to choose Satan over God, Man himself chose to be below angel. Hmm. It's like, you're going to serve me now. Yeah. Okay. So what we did is we didn't, there was understanding because Adam understood what was going on. Eve was deceived. So both parts of sin were taken care of in both of their actions. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting here. Because you've got to remember that when we get born again, he talks about born again. He says, when we receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we get our status above angels and demons. Mm. We get it back. We go back to the right position. It's called righteousness. Mm. Right standing. Those people that have not believed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior... They're not in right standing. They're not in the right position yet. We need to get back into the right position. When I get back into the right position and I pray and decree and declare things, things happen. Yeah. Things happen. Okay, so it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that anybody who believes in Jesus will not perish but have eternal life. So I know that... That my husband, I know that my father, I know that my mother, I know that these people love God. There were times when Paul would be laughing with God. There were times when he'd be crying with God, when he'd be praying and saying, Oh, I'm praying on behalf of faith. Father God, I am your son. I I have chosen you over I've chosen the works of this world. Yeah. And and they had an incredible relationship. So I know he is in heaven. Okay, so God did not send his son into the world to judge it. See, everybody gets this idea that God is mad at him, that he's got a giant fly swatter ready to, to yes, whack him. If, if they do something wrong, they think he's like Zeus, you know, got lightning bolts and he's going to whack him with a lightning bolt. 
It says right here, For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world should be saved through him. He also, um, and he who believes in him is not judged. I don't know about you, but I haven't done everything right. Yeah. Let's just say it that way. I mean, I have blown some, I've made some big mistakes, okay? <laughs> and I, I mean, you know, if I do something good, I do it big. If I do something bad, I do it big. <laughs> it seems yeah, to be that way. Go away. Yeah, that's right. And so it says, He who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son. Now, it's like, how do I get, how do I get saved, Deborah? How do I get to heaven? It's real simple. It said we have to be born again of the flesh, born again of the spirit. Mm-hmm. One, and then he goes on. Remember, I read it. It says, but born of water, born of the spirit. Now, I've been born already of the flesh. In fact, when I came out of my mother's womb, uh, there was water that passed. In fact, when I was in my mother's womb, I was surrounded by water. I was born of water, all right? So this means that Satan can't get in unless he has a fleshly body. Yeah. Okay? Because um, we have to be born of two things, mm-hmm. right? So already, are you born of the flesh, Faith? Yes. You're halfway there. That's automatic. Great. Okay? So that's an easy part. The one who did the hard part was your mom. Yes, now seriously. listen, she conceived you first in her womb. Mm-hmm. And you had to grow first in the womb. And then you had to be delivered out of your mother's womb so you could be your own person. Mm-hmm. Now, many times the Holy Spirit comes to us, convicts us. And there's many times people have said, Oh, I got born again when I was in church camp when I was five or six or eight or twelve. And it was the beginning. It was the conception. But then... Later, and, and, and in that time, it was hard. Yeah. I mean, when I carried your mom, it was hard. I was sick a lot. I, I It was, when I carried Matthew, he rode watermelon stuff. Oh. I mean, he grew and grew and grew, and I had to yield to that. And when I gave birth to them, they came out in water, but they came out in pain. There was, they had to be separated. They had to be themselves. Yeah. And that's the same thing, born in the spirit. And so uh, there's a lot of you. You've got to remember, um, I was conceived in the church. A lot of people talk. My mom and dad made me go to church all the time. So I had a knowledge of him. I knew of him, but I didn't have a relationship with him. I can say I know of Donald Trump, but I don't know him relationally. I don't know him personally. Yeah. But I know of him. Yeah. Okay. Um, And so this is the same thing. Satan even knows and believes Jesus is the Son of God. And yet he's not going to heaven, right? So it says we must now be born of the Spirit. To do that, Romans 10 tells us, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart, it doesn't say with the brain, it doesn't say with works, it doesn't say with rule. It says with the heart, man believes, resulting in what? Righteousness, right standing. We gain power. Mm-hmm. When you came out of your mom's womb, you had incredible power. I mean, 
man, you took the stage when you came out. And, and, and you were so beautiful. And, and there was such a miracle happening. And it says, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. We were in awe when you got born. Well, it's the same thing. When we get born again, we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. There is a huge party in heaven. There's huge celebration because now they know you're coming to heaven. Yeah. So this is why Jesus, um, and it makes it clear in Romans 10 further, it says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. Yeah. And the Bible is the inspired word of God. There has never been a book that has lasted so long and had so many benefits to it over and over and over again. So does that make sense? Yes. All right. So I know a lot of your listeners have been learning about Jesus, Mm -hmm. but they need to have a relationship with him so they can go to him and cry to him, be yourself. I mean... You can come to me and cry and be mad and yell. And there's times when I'm like, I, God, I'm so mad at you right now. God is so, so loving. He gets it. Yeah. He knows I need to get the storm outside of me. So we need this relationship. So why don't we offer everybody that's listening an opportunity to change from being in the mama's womb, in the womb, where the Holy Spirit has been taking care of us in the spiritual womb and get born again today. Two births. We need two births to get into heaven. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? A fleshly one, a spiritual one. Is that okay with you? Of course. All right. Will you follow after me? Absolutely. Father God. Father God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth. Right now. Right now. That Jesus is Lord. That Jesus is Lord. And I believe in my heart. And I believe in my heart. That God raised him from the dead. That God raised him from the dead. And I believe right now. And I believe right now. Because I've confessed with my mouth. Because I've confessed with my mouth. I will be saved. I will be saved. On this earth. On this earth. And I will go to heaven. And I will go to heaven. And God. And God. Right now put me in right standing. Right now put me in right standing. So that I can have greater victory on earth. So I can have greater victory on earth. Amen. Amen. Now, amen doesn't mean, it doesn't mean we stopped our prayer. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It means so be it. It means what I have just said, it's a legal term. It means what I've just said, you have to, as judge, enforce it. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I mean, right now, you may feel like you have to breathe different. You may feel like you need to cry a little bit. You may feel like you need to just go, God, I hate this part. I hate this part. Do something. Save me from this. Get these thoughts out of my mind. Um, um, God, uh, save me from suicidal thoughts. God, help my family because it's, it's, it's a mess. Help my job. God, I need, I need some wisdom because he says he will give us wisdom because he loves us as sons and daughters. That's relationship, not a slave. That's awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I spoke an awful lot. Did you get it though? (laughs) I th- yeah, I got it. <laughs> good. And you put it in good enough words, I think, that everyone else gets it, too. 
I have a feeling. Well, <laughs> if people have questions, boy, ask them. That's how, that's how we learn. Just ask. You don't need to challenge God. Just ask him. Yeah. And don't be surprised if you hear him. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. He, he loves talking because that's part of relationship. Yep. But at the same time, you got to remember he's father, which means he's a man. And sometimes <laughs> men don't talk so much. <laughs> that's very true. That's true. And the easiest way for you guys to ask questions is to go into the description of this podcast and click on the link I have provided there in the description. Um, it is an anonymous link. You do not have to put any of your name and contact information. Uh, you can ask questions anonymously and we will answer them as time goes on. Um, as things kind of progress, I have picked my college. I'm going to be a UNC Bear here in Colorado. And so I will be changing, I know, I will be changing my prompt a little bit. So it will turn into high school senior to college freshman. Um, well, you have to graduate first. I know. But I'm that's so excited about three you. Weeks. I know. I'm so excited about that. We're going to have a great celebration, too. It will be fun. It will be awesome. But we will be filming, and you guys will be getting episodes every Friday as usual. Uh, Thank you so, 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 so much for being patient with everything that's happened. And as things just kind of, you know, progress in everyone's lives, thank you for being patient with me and my editing processes. And as I learn the technology and equipment a little bit better, um, I can bring out more better and... Uh... You're doing a great job. <laughs> you are. You're doing a great job. I mean, you have a great vision here. And yeah. it's helping people. And that's what's awesome. I tell you what, too. On your graduation day, we're going to bless you. That's different than just congratulating you. And if there's anybody out there that doesn't have somebody to bless them on this monumental day if they would just send their name in to you i will bless them so that they can receive and go into the next part of their life blessed instead of just let go yeah. does that make sense absolutely and you guys can do that through the same form i have that's exactly a, i have right. a slot on the form for name and contact information and if you want that blessing if you want to be released and uh brought up into your new life in graduation if you are a high school student if you're a college student and you want that release from college same difference you can go ahead into that same form in the description put your name and number and then just the fact that you want to be um or whatever contact information but just the fact that you want to be released and that you want to be blessed in this area of your life and uh, we probably won't do it live. We'll probably have this more of a confidential thing. So I will be contacting you personally. Um, I keep everything confidential. So if you do send your name in, nobody's going to know that you did and that you want that blessing and release. And we'll have that as a personal experience for you. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much to everyone who is listening in and again for being patient with us. Next week, we are going to be talking about testimonies, what testimonies are, how they revolve around you know, Christ, why they're so important in Christianity. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening in today. And we will see you all next week for our next episode. Thank you so much, guys, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Faith. <laughs>